Watch who? Hello. Hello and welcome to Two Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yeah, watching for the very first time. Very first time. Yeah, and we're back. It's season five. <laughs> I know. The beginning I cannot of... believe it's season five. Well, the podcast has only been going just about a year as well. Yeah. So that's five seasons in one year is not bad. There's hope that we'll get through this yeah. in like a few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be quicker than we think, actually. Yeah. We'll have to do some spin-offs. <laughs> no, okay, let's just not go there. One thing at a time. Not there, right. <laughs> well, um, welcome back, everybody. Uh, you join us on the planet Telos this week. So, Sarah, I'll give you £50 if you can open these doors for me. <laughs> Does that mean I don't have to put up with these intros anymore? <laughs> We've landed the, the rocket around the corner. Um, hopefully no one's going to balls it up. And, uh, we'll, balls it up. <laughs> and we're going to enter, we're going to go into the Tomb of the Cybermen this week. Yeah. Yeah? So let's open these doors a second. <laughs> it was a team effort. We both opened the doors. Uh, here we are. There's a nice little table, picnic set that Caftan left. Let's sit down and, and, and start. Yes, let's just start. Let's <laughs> okay. just start. <laughs> well, actually, before we start, yeah. um, I've got a few updates. Oh. And I completely forgot to tell you this. Before Christmas, I've oh. been meaning every week. I'm like, I must tell you this. So I added Tom, my friend from school, on Facebook. No! I completely No! Forgot. How did you forget that? You I found him! So I found him, and then I was like, oh, well, it worked out all right with Katrina. So, <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> so this, this is my friend Tom, who I was a Doctor Who friend at primary school. He had the Aztecs video. Yeah, Tom and who's the other one? Ross. Ross. Ross is the Remembrance of the Daleks one. Yeah. Two. I, I haven't found him yet. Maybe Tom knows. Well, no, yeah, that's what I thought. He's not... He's not friends with Ross, unfortunately. No. But I think Ross is more the kind of person that wouldn't have his real name out. I don't know. I feel like he'd be like... Or maybe he's not on social at all. Yeah, I don't think he's on social. I can't find him on any social. But I feel like if he was on social, he'd be called like Shabba 101 or something instead of Ross. Shabba. <laughs> that's, the Shabba. Kind of, that's the kind of thing that I imagine Ross would be. Um, but anyway, I added Tom. Oh, my gosh. But, but we have yet to interact. Like, so he's accepted my friend's request... Yeah. So he obviously knows who I am. Well, yeah. But we haven't interacted. Ooh. I haven't said anything. And this was a couple of months ago. So <laughs> nothing, nothing's going I'm on there. I'm scared for you to interact as well. But then if he's been on my Facebook, it does have the podcast on here. I, maybe I'll send a message. What does everybody think? I mean, I think, yeah. But I, do you know what? I have this, like, I imagine him adding you and I, obviously, you look at each of his profiles, and he just looks at you and is like, oh, he's still into Doctor Who? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know that might be really weird. <laughs> and the only other thing was, right. um, I've been thinking about Keys and Marin as a musical. Oh, right, okay, as you do. we're still, obviously, we're still in lockdown. There's still COVID stuff happening. Um, the production's think, on hold. I think then. the production needs to go on hold, I think, until... I don't think he's a Marinus musical can happen until we get Zadina Menzel as Altos. What's her name? <laughs> Zadina. No, I, no, I know, I know, I know. You've just done a John Travolta there. Uh, <laughs> Zadina Menzel. It's yeah. not your yeah, name at all. Uh, well, it could be uh, Adina Menzel's <laughs> less known sister playing Altos in Keys of Mariners. <laughs> You've literally done a <laughs> no, John Travolta. No, no, I did it on purpose. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, I think she, I think Arbitan sets it all up, sends her on the quest. So I think we need, we need someone of that calibre to play that part. So I think the production might need to be on hold. What's wrong until with me? <laughs> Mark has no like support of my so abilities. All, but also, all. just linked to that as well. This okay. is completely. I'm, I have to discuss this as well. Okay. It's a new season. There's lots to update. I um, have no idea what you're going to say. This is just an insight into the things that I might think about at night time sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> which I wanted to share because I think it's funny. I'm not sure if anyone else would. So I was thinking about Susan Caroline Ford, right? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I made up some jokes. <laughs> Which I which I laugh to at myself. Okay. Um, but I wanted to share them, so I'm really sorry. So here's the first one. <laughs> this is you're okay. listening now to the start of Mark's stand-up I'm career. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Niche stand-up so, career. So who played Susan in the Scandinavian version of Unearthly Child? 
I don't know. Caroline Fjord. Next. Next one. Okay. What do you get if you put Susan in a wetsuit? I don't know. Caroline Vord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark. Okay. Okay, one more. One, one more. more. Who serves tea on the TARDIS? Polly. <laughs> Caroline Pord. <laughs> I know, I might have to cut those out. There we go, that's all. That's I hope all. they stay, and okay. if they don't, I'm going to bring them up. I Anyway, I was laughing to myself I'm at sure night time with that one. <laughs> Caroline Fjord. <laughs> well, actually, I came up with the word Caroline Fjord, and then I had to make a joke out of it. Yeah, that's so, what I imagined uh, <laughs> being the case. Anyway, I thought that was fun. <laughs> Maybe we should just get on with the story today, then. And, uh, I, I'm loving the start of your stand-up career, love. Fine. <laughs> this is where it'd be really niche. You'll be at conventions before I, you know it. I've done a stand-up thing. No, I, would say, I can't. I cannot. It's just too long a story to go into this week. Remind me sometime this season. And no, I you turn, have to. No, now. I can't. It's too long. It's too long. No, it's too much. It's, to talk about. It's, no, 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 no. I, is there? Is there? <laughs> no, I did. It was awful. No, you got to tell me then. No, sorry, we all need no, to know. I can't go into it now. Yeah, you can. Oh, this is wet. So it was at uni way back. Oh, classic uni story. Well, basically, bored at uni, we used to like pretend to be like Rich and Judy show and just be the guests and just improvise everything and I'd edit it together and put it on YouTube. Is that still out there? No, I've taken them down. <laughs> and then the actual Richard and Judy show were like, can we show a clip? Because we're doing about like YouTube things. So oh we were gosh. on Rich and Judy. Yeah. Um, they showed a clip. Um, and then T4 got in touch and were like, oh, because you've been on the Rich and Judy thing, can you do a little clip? And it was great. And then someone from the Brighton Comedy Festival was like, do you want to come and do a show? Oh, my gosh. And we were like, yes. Bearing in mind that everything has been filmed and edited. <laughs> that is different to a live show. Um, so we were on this lineup. There was bands playing. There was all this. Um, I can't believe you've never paid, like, told me pounds, this. People paid like £8, went down to Brighton. Uh, obviously, we'd not performed in actually in front of people before. This oh was a slight gosh. issue, right? Um, so we wrote this script the day before. It's not even fun, like it was just awful. It was just <laughs> terrible. So we did the sort of pretend like it was like oh, Rich and Judy, um, and then we did this little. Basically, the, the, <laughs> it's really bad. This is what the show went. We're talking about oh yeah, we're Rich and Judy, and we're talking about like famous celebrity couples and stuff, and then she went oh. Um, when we were getting married, um, the vicar didn't know which one was the bride because I was I was walking up the aisle and then I went I I was walking up behind and then she went yeah you forgot the ring and I went yeah I'm sorry I stopped off at my cousin's my little cousin's birthday party and I lost the ring in a bowl of hula hoops and then she said oh is that why my fingers smell of beef. <laughs> and we said this in front of people. <laughs> we said this in front of people. It was just awful. Oh, it was terrible. I wish that there and was like the microphone evidence didn't of this. work. Oh my god! And we went in to do a sound check. Never done a sound check before. <laughs> like we went up without ever having actually done a show. It, it's quite a traumatic experience. Anyway. <laughs> So maybe I shouldn't do comedy. <laughs> I don't know what else I said because we wrote it on our arms. Oh, my God. And then I looked, just remember looking down and it was just smudged. It was just such a, like, obviously that's going to happen. I mean, people were laughing and then we talked about Eurovision and I went, oh, look over there. There's Katrina and the waves. Give us a wave <laughs> to this, like, group of women oh at this table. God. I don't really remember anything else. <laughs> Oh my god! It was awful. If it was anyone terrible. has has no, that out there, it was terrible. Someone might have filmed something. You never know. No, it was awful. It oh was my awful. gosh! I had like friends saying from uni, and they were all cheering. Like they were all cheering and stuff. It didn't matter what we said. Everyone was going to cheer. Oh my god! But it was just not even funny. It was not funny at all. <laughs> I've never just said. I can't believe that has never been told to me before. I swear, this I'm sure I've told you that. No, before. you've never told me that you did a Richard and Judy comedy show at the Brighton <laughs> Comedy Festival. It has never ever come up. This is like more of the secret life of Mark to me. It was like end of that was between end of uni and coming to Cardiff. It was like that bit in between. This is the secret life um, of Mark. He kept his whole Doctor Who thing quiet while we worked together. And so yeah. Anyway, it's he kept just his comedy career quiet too. Terrible. It was That's terrible. hilarious. It was terrible. 
Anyway, right, let's get in on. In fact, to that's the... up there with finding out that you're a Liverpool supporter <laughs> in like the complete unknown of things, Mark. I love still learning about you. Well, I started to watch. Uh, you text me and said there was a game on, which I totally <laughs> like didn't realise. I'd watched so... the whole thing. Can I point out? It was my new Liverpool big big game. I, right, yeah, I, didn't I watched realize. the whole thing and was like, wonder if Mark knows. So I texted you and you watched five minutes. I watched the end. You watched the last five minutes. <laughs> you got to let me know when it's on. <laughs> you're a Liverpool. You're yeah, the I know, whole... but I don't have like. I haven't got, got a... Sky and stuff, so I can't. Watch... It was on BBC. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right, we really need to get back onto track. I can't believe I told that story. I love that you told uh, that story. It was awful. Anyway, That's brilliant. Right, Tomb of the Cybermen. <laughs> here we are on Telos. We're the only people left on here. Yeah. Right, uh... For now. <laughs> Uh, where, where, Mark, where go into each one of the side things. For... <laughs> no, I'm not touching anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Um... <laughs> so, Tomb of the Cybermen, I'm not right? touching anything. Sorry, that's got me going. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Tomb of the Cybermen. Yeah. Um, well, I'll start off with the story. So, this is a big fan favourite story. Okay. Like, big. Like, I'm talking, like, top ten. Oh. So in the poll... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so in, like, the fan poll in 2013... Yeah. It was number... It was number 23. So not quite a top ten, but, yeah. Out of 241. It was missing for a long time. It only came back in, like, 1992. Yeah. The whole thing was missing. Mm. So also, this is the first, second Doctor story we've seen the whole thing. I just thing. want to point out, you and me, we should say, we've we've had pizza... We, we haven't talked about Seco. We've had a pizza and we've had drinks. I don't think we've ever <laughs> we've done this. We've never had drinks before. We've never had drinks before, which might explain. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's why we're going off on one already. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got my yeah. drink. <laughs> I'm still going. So, sorry. I thought yeah. we should just explain okay. that. Sorry. Continue. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Big fan favourite. Came back in 1992. I remember watching this on video. Tom got this on video. He, I think he got it out of the library. I remember going around his house after school and watching this at his... And also, I've got the script book here of Tomb of the Cybermen, which Tom got me for my birthday. I wonder how old, I don't know, 10 maybe? And he was really into these script books. Right. He had Power of the Dalek script book, I remember that. Well, I don't know, I don't know, it's the script of Tomb of the Cybermen. But when this was published, Mm -hmm. um, it was still missing. I see, okay. So now it's sort of, I don't see the point in having the script if you've already got the video, but um, I've kept it. It's nice. It's it nice. It's in such good condition because I've never actually read it. <laughs> oh um, but if you want to, if you want to act out the play of <laughs> Tomb of the Cybermen one might day, want to. <laughs> it's Opper, there. Vinner, they're all in here. Parry, Cleek. And I don't think many fans would not like this. No, I enjoyed it. It was all right. But I haven't got much bad to say about it. Well, there's good. a few. There was a few okay, things yeah. we laughed at, okay. but like there's. Well, I've we got laughed. my notes in order. Yeah, we'll stick to the order. <laughs> if we can. <laughs> so we left Evil of the Daleks. Victoria um, was on Scaro with the Doctor and Jamie, and we see the TARDIS at the beginning of this story. She goes into the TARDIS for the first time, so you actually see that scene of her, you know, you've got to have that, haven't you? That, oh, yeah. Oh, what's this? What's going on? What's happening? Yeah. What are all these knobs? I'm trying to remember Jamie's now. Uh, well, Jamie was um, in the Underwater Menace. What have I come upon? Were they... So I remember them. Like, I remember ben, Polly putting her hands out and bringing and him on. Like, ben, Ben and Polly were like, "Oh, right, mate, this is this is what we usually do." I remember yeah. them coming off. I don't remember his like. He was just like, "What's this?" And they were like, "It travels in time." Oh, and, it does yeah. ring a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Being just a standard thing for Polly, Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad they did that. And also, they say go and get out of that dress and put something more practical on. So clothes watch. Victoria suddenly goes sixties. So Straight away. you notice later on that she had a little... She's got a little watch on which her is dress, what, which is like a nurse's yeah, dress. Yeah, so have they put her in a nurse's outfit? <laughs> well, maybe it's a future nurse's outfit. A 60s like nurse. 60s. Well, like, you'd have nurses in the 60s that would yeah, wear know, stuff like that. it's a flowery thing, isn't it? But it's Was got it? this little watch It wasn't flowery. Well, it had a pattern on it. It wasn't like... She wasn't in an actual nurse's outfit. In my head, Imagine. she's in a nurse's outfit. Imagine. Like, Jamie's gone, here's what you should wear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamie, I bet Jamie chose that, yeah. Um, Jamie's got a new shirt as well. He's out of the turtleneck. We then go straight into Still this. has his... Um, kilt. Kilt. Oh, yeah. Just he to always prove has he's the Scottish. He always has the kilt. Just yeah. to prove it he's Even Scottish. in, like, the ice tombs, he's got his kilt on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we go into this sort of filmic opening mm. on the on Telos, on yeah. this 
sort of barren planet and you've got all of these characters international crew again now, if i was just flicking through the channels not knowing doctor who was on at the time and i put this on i just thought this is like the start of a film like king kong or something <laughs> <laughs> okay king kong maybe i don't know it's very indiana jones it's yeah. very like b movie it's very because it's but on the, film and it's all that location. I the don't think we've seen amazing. Like, and the, the music the is filming. Really thematic. Um, just to mention, because I'm sure fans will be thinking of this, maybe. So the Cybermen that we first saw came from Mondas, the planet Mondas, if you yeah. remember. And so here they say that they're from Telos, and this, this is their tomb on Telos. So that was a bit of a thing. There's many th- theories and spin-offs and books and explanations to why suddenly the, are the Cybermen from Mondas or are they from Telos? Yeah. So Where are they from, Mark? Uh, well, they, I can't go into that right now. I will have to do some research. But uh, it's one of those things where the scriptwriter is writing it in the 60s. He doesn't care. He does not care no. that they said it was Mondas. No. It's the kind of thing that fans 40 years later will be like, why has he done this? What is going on? We've got to do this. Which is part of being a fan, and I would do that as well. Yeah. And I love trying to piece those things together. But You've, you've got, got to create extra but you, spin-offs. But you've, got, but you've got to just think of the writer. I always have simply. The writer in the 60s is like, it's which, 5 o'clock. Which ones are I the Mondas ones? I want to go out tonight. 10th Planet. Okay. But they also look different, the Mondas ones. Yeah, so there's so many different. Yeah, there's like... If they went from Mondas and they did something on Telos and then their tomb ended up on Telos. So it's supposed to be the final resting place of the Cybermen on the right. planet Telos. Yeah. But just saying, I think fans could go be like, why do they do this? But then you just think, the writer, it's five o'clock on a Friday, he wants to go to the pub. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Cybermen are on Telos. <laughs> Done, hand it in. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Have you got that name back to me yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, okay. fine, fuck it, this is where they're yeah, from. It's Off from Telos. <laughs> but as I say, there's, there's many explanations. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if you'd pick up on that, but no. I wanted to like tell you that anyway. Man, you just blew yourself a pair of doors. <laughs> well, come on, what are we waiting for? And it's very much like a sort of Egyptian Tutankhamun, Howard Carter opening the tomb mm. sort of setup, isn't it? I said that to you. I was like, it's very like, you know, tomb-like, but future tomb. Future tomb. I mean, that's what they're going for. Yeah. yeah. Did you do Egyptians at school? Yes. I mean, and, and studying like the... Hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics. Yeah. I was going to say something else. It's <laughs> because <laughs> of hieroglyphics. <laughs> I remember going to the um, British Museum. That's got all the mm. Egyptian stuff. Because they've got ginger no. there. Who's the little Actually, Egyptian I have been to boy. the British Museum, but not for the museum. <laughs> so they've got like this whole, like, this, like, boy that was found. Like, obviously, he's Egyptian, he's dead. <laughs> oh my God. But he's, like, quite preserved in another glass yeah. case, and they call him Ginger. Right. And I remember going because there was this girl in my class. This is like year five or six. And oh. she was like, I well, love Ginger. Essex, I love Ginger. He's my favorite. And she was like drawing pictures of Ginger and like. She was ginger obsessed <laughs> by this. And then we, at the time, you're like, okay. But then when you look back now, she was obsessed with this body of this Egyptian child. What do you think she became became of her? I don't know, because I don't remember her going all the way through school, that girl. What do you so mean? I, don't, <laughs> I mean, like, she left halfway through, so oh, I don't I know what happened to her. She had a pot-bellied pig as a pet. Oh, was she homeschooled? <laughs> no, she wasn't. No, she, lived, she literally lived next to the school, because... I remember we came out of the school gates and there was a lollipop lady was running around because this girl's pot-bellied pig had escaped from her oh house God. and it was running around and the lollipop lady was trying to catch <laughs> this pig. And this was before, like, this is like early 90s when, yeah. you know, micro pigs and stuff weren't popular. So, um, oh, yeah, I don't know what happened to her. I need to look her up. Um, but she was obsessed with the Egyptian stuff. Um, yeah, it was good. I'm not against homeschooling. It's just the fact that I just want to point that no, out. I don't know what happened. Something happened to her. I'm making that sound really serious. I know, that's why. That's why I went, oh, she went to homeschooling. I don't know why. And also why homeschooling and pop belly pig are together. She was there in year four. She was not not there by year six. I don't know why. We are never doing this while we're (laughs) going to drink. We are a mess. (laughs) Anyway, right. This is going to be a long episode. We better get through the story. Um, So Mark just had to tell us his comedy routine. (laughs) 
50 pounds for the first man to open the doors. So anyway, Kaftan says 50 pounds for anyone who can open the door. Yeah. Which isn't very much. What are you talking about in the 60s? That was a lot of money. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> we spent more on that. We spent more on that tonight on our tonight pizzas. On our pizza. Kaftan, that would not buy us a our pizza, pizza and a beer. We got three pizzas and three beers. <laughs> 69 pounds. <laughs> yeah, so that is... We, we will open that door and do like some extra work for Kaftan to get our pizzas. No. Like, or we'd be like, oh, you can just pay for the pizza instead. <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. Um, so the 50 pounds a lot back then. Mm, yeah, but this is also... This in, is the 60s. Well... But it's for 60s is, reference of an audience, yeah, isn't it? Okay. Like, I say, like, I'm not sure if it's Telos in the 60s. But. No, no, but like for the sake of... Like, we wouldn't think... You know, if we say now, for, oh gosh, if I was to say £1,000 to do that now, who are we to say that in like 30, 40 years, whatever, £1,000 is like the equivalent of £50 today? Yeah, I suppose so. I don't know how Hashtag much. Hashtag inflation. How much, like on today's money, how much would you say to open those doors? Like, because it's opening the doors. It's not like, I mean, it might be like cursed or electrocuted or something. But how much would you say to someone? Hundred. Hundred pounds. Yeah. See, I don't think that's worth it. Not to open a door. You've just yeah. said yourself. Oh, yeah, I suppose. How yeah. much would you? How much I don't would know. you? Give? I would say if you really wanted someone to do it and not you to do it yourself. They didn't even know though, did they? It was sort of like a like, all right, fifty quid, open the door, sort of like a joke thing. I might say like, I don't know, fifteen pound and a lottery ticket. Fifteen pound and a lottery ticket and a lottery. Who the fuck gives out about a lottery ticket? <laughs> a scratch card. No, okay. I'm, you can sod you. I'm not doing that. You want to open the door for hundred pound, but you'll give someone fifteen quid in a lottery ticket or a scratch card. Oh, Your choice. Okay, all right, okay. Anyway, so total map. So, well, actually, we get our first death because number one, because there's a lot of guest cast, isn't there? It's there's a big, big cast. Uh, I mean, well, they don't last. They get, but it's yeah, a big that's cast. the thing. So we get rid of one straight away with the doors yep. kicked off, gone, um, and then Toberman steps yep. up. Yep. Who is a bit like a camel too, in a way. Well, Not it's like they've taken the, the idea, yeah. They've just yeah. taken that idea of having a strong man from Velas and put another yeah. strong man that doesn't say anything. Yeah, they're this. just very yeah, it's just very similar characters there. And considering it was the story before. Yeah. Um but he does have a part to play later on in the story, and he gets the doors open. I think the doctor knows exactly what is happening and what is going to happen this whole time. Because he's like, oh, I don't think anybody should go in there, but oh, I'm going to let them in anyway. And um, he's intrigued and by with Cleek. He's like, oh yeah, you know, you can work that out, Cleek. And he's like, oh, I know how to do this. It's a logic thing. Oh, there's two doors here. I, you know, don't ask me anymore. But you can go through these in. He's sort of, I feel like he's sort of willing them on. Yeah. He's not like. No, no one should go in here. This is really dangerous. He's like, I want to see what happens, so I'm just going to let them get on with it. And I know they're they're like, it's a bit sort of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in a way, where you've got the sort of greedy people going in, and do you know you know what I mean? And they <laughs> no, get sort of, and, and they get like, picked no, up, and they get picked that. up, and he's like, don't do that, and they do it, and they get picked off one by one. It's sort of yeah. a little bit like that mixed with a murder mystery type. Who do you know what I mean? It's a bit of a mashup of those things. I think he's intrigued by. So like, I don't. I think the getting in, he's like, yeah, sure, let's see who's in. But once he's in, he's intrigued as to why they want to know. Yeah, well, because they want to know. They are archaeologists, and they. But, but for what purpose? And what it's a bit like in terms of Tutankhamun and opening the tomb. Everyone's like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't disturb what's been left. Yeah. You know, there's a curse. You shouldn't do this. But I no, I feel it's more like. Because then he starts to work out who's got good intentions and who's got bad intentions well, yes. as it and, goes. And the viewer understands that as well, because very early on, Kaftan was labelled the bitch. Yeah. Straight away. Oh, yeah. We knew that there was something with her and Cleek. Yeah. Or Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Why Eric? That's his name. Is it? <laughs> He's called Eric Cleek. She called him Eric. I miss no? that. Okay. Let's call him Eric. I'll remember yeah. that one. Okay, Eric. Um, Cleek's too close to Kemmel, so well they start with the same letter. <laughs> so this is a mess. <laughs> okay, Kaftan and Eric are yeah. the baddies, and Toberman works for Kaftan. 
Yes. So we know that they're... Oh, no, wait, that's who I'm mixing up. See, I'm already confused. Are yeah. you getting um the one that you didn't like? No, I've got Kemmel and... Toberman. Toberman. <laughs> yeah, because we Mix said they were... Yeah, so Toberman. Because <laughs> yeah. you're like, Toblerone? What? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, like, no, Toberman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible name. But I really like all these characters in this one room. It's almost like you could... You could do Team of the Cybermen, the stage play. We've got, got it right got, here, Mark. Exactly, we've got it there. We've got it right it's here. sort of the one room, and I could see exactly how it would be set up. You've got the doors, the entrance, everybody's there, the characters. You have the baddies over here having a little conversation and these people over here. There's so many characters. I just mean that you get to know sort of who's who and you recognise the differences. There's none that we got mixed up. There's none that... I think, oh, I don't know. The only ones that really matter are the main captain, well, the, the inspector guy. Which no, one? wait, stop. <laughs> <laughs> the leader of the expedition. The leader, right. The only ones that matter are the leader of the expedition. Yeah. The captain guy of the ship. Captain of the ship, yeah. And then your three after that are well, you've got Eric. C- Kaftan. Yeah. And the one that you didn't like. So Viner, you didn't like Viner. Because he was the moany one oh, that was a bit of a... Annoying. He was like the wimpy, moany one. Yeah. But, it's, but they get split off into their different groups, yeah. which is quite good. And I like that sort of them exploring Someone died like room. straight away, didn't... So we've, we had two deaths in the first episode. So we had the guy in the doors, and then yeah. at the end of episode one is the other guy who gets shot by the Cyberman yeah. gun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's go off... I liked watching sort of Kaftan and Victoria and Vilmar go off, and they investigate, and Victoria gets into the, oh, yes. the thing... Yeah, uh, and get and stuck. I, and we were waiting for some. Yeah, for you know that's going to happen. Yeah, but Victoria is doing quite well. I mean, I have said that I don't really like her, but up to this point, up to the end of this story, <laughs> yeah. she's still all right. Yeah, she's not like, oh, what's happening? Well, and Jamie the Doctor just leave her to go off straight away. I mean, she's yeah. So there was one moment right at the start when she wouldn't. She was scared to go in the tomb. She was scared to go in the tomb. When she was in the tomb, she wanted to go down everywhere. She (laughs) she was happy to go everywhere, you know? But her actually walking in the tomb was apparently a lot for her. Come on, Victoria. You look very nice in that dress, Victoria. Thank you. Don't you think it's a bit... A bit short? Oh, I shouldn't worry about that. Uh, Look at Jamie's. Hey, I'll have you know that... Oh, I... Come along. Come along, let's go and see what the others are doing, shall we? Come along. Yeah, once she's in, she's very comfortable and she's like, oh, I need to be revitalised. Yeah, I'll just step into this. <laughs> and, and I think it's like you said last time where she has already been around sort of science fiction-y yeah. stuff before. So it's not so... It's not like a Jane... She's not... Or Katerina or something like that. She's not so... <laughs> Don't forget that I name. know, we have to mention Katerina every time. Do we? Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's coping more like Edith. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's just take she's very settled and she you wouldn't think she was a Victorian. No. Apart from maybe a few phrases here and there. But she's very young and innocent. Yes, but she stands up because even with Kaftan was like, oh let's yeah. stick together. And she's but like, then no, she's I can't. She's been against manage. the Daleks, so she, she knows that Kaftan's a bit straight away. She's got that sense. No, I don't I think, think she does. Because she was like, oh, we can, no, you don't need to take my hand, we can... No, I think she's, because she doesn't even, like, when it's them two later on, she doesn't even, like, clock why the doctor's saying, keep an eye on her. Like, she was like, oh, I'll do everything. She, he's like, no. Oh, I think she does. I think she knows what's going on. She and, gets um, drugged. Captain wants to turn her into Cyberman straight away and starts pressing all the buttons. That's funny. Yeah. Um... And then we have Jamie and his friend. I'm sorry, I've forgotten his name. They go off. Jamie finds the caterpillar on the floor. <laughs> um, and there's the patterns on the on the um, wall. And then yeah, very cool. Um, Cyberman turns up, or a dummy Cyberman turns up, and there's a. So there's a lot that happens in that first episode. Yeah. But it's all set within the tomb. Group of characters. It's sort of the same setup as we've had before. Bit like on the moon base, you're all stuck on one place. International crew, all stuck in something's happening. Yeah. In terms of the format, we're not straying too far from week no. to week. But it's fine because you've got because Can the we characters. Talk about the caterpillar. Okay, the Cybermat's fine. <laughs> let's really let's like leave them. the story a second. Let's leave the ana- <laughs> analyzing the story. Let's talk about Cybermats. They're really cute. 
Yeah, you like the Cyber Mats, don't I you? Did. It's interesting that the one Jamie picks up is, and Victoria puts it in her bag. Yeah. Like, because when she when she walked in, I was like, why has she got a bag with her? She looks like she's going shopping. <laughs> and then later on, she's got it handy to put a Cyber Mat in. Yeah. Um, it's tiny, isn't it? And then you see the ones later on that are massive. They've got their own little ramp. Yeah, and they attack. little metal thing. So, this one doesn't even have a little metal body. No. What it's is it cute. that you like about the Cybermats then? They're just sweet. <laughs> they remind me a little bit of like little mini Sandys. Sandy the Sand Beast, sort of, <laughs> kind of. The same sort of leg structure. Uh, maybe, maybe. That uh, first one saved Victoria and then she shot it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It jumped on Kaftan, didn't it? Yeah. She's it a knew. good aim. But like, no, as, I like, like Barbara aiming at Sandy. You know how there's certain animals you shouldn't have as a pet, and people do, but they're trouble. Like potbelly pigs. Yeah, <laughs> or um, gorillas. <laughs> yeah. Like people have them as pets, and lions, okay. don't they? Well, yeah, okay, yeah. But you shouldn't. <laughs> no. I feel that's them. Right. Okay. So you shouldn't have a cybermat. Well, I mean, I'm surprised because Victoria's like, oh, it's a fossil. I'll keep that and. Doesn't it doesn't really, look like a fossil. Yeah. It's not until later that they all come to life. Yeah, but what do they actually do? I don't know, but everyone's very scared of them. Everyone's scared of them. They don't move very fast. They yeah. can't move in the right direction very well. They don't... Way too many radio like, frequencies. Do they bite you when they get on you or something, maybe? They can't climb. They can't oh, no, they really can. Well, they can because they got they? onto someone, didn't they? And they had sort to... of jumped, yeah. Yeah, so it must be able to climb in some yeah. way. But, but not, they're not smart enough to climb over a hot wire on the floor. But it makes the Cyberman a little bit more interesting. They've got something extra now. It's not. I like that they've know, got a pet. Yeah. Cybermats are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, where are we? Oh. Um, I don't know if you noticed Toberman wandering in the back. So he goes in the background and outside. Yes, he destroyed the, episode, the ship. And then he is the one where. Some character has ballsed up the ship. Yeah. And, and it's weird things. because... And you, I wasn't sure if you picked yeah, up that. Yeah, yeah. That, that it's was not very man. well done, actually. As in, like, they make it really open as to who could have done it. And then, actually, you have to remember that you saw someone walk out the back. Well, he walks out. She says, as well, I think, oh, they're not gonna have, we're not going to have any trouble. Or I've... Yeah, she, that's what I mean. There's like, a line there that makes it... And you already know that she's quite shady, so it doesn't take too much to link it all together. No. So the doctor says something, doesn't he? The like, doctor knows straight away. Yeah, but it's weird that there's not really a lot to give you to say that. I just find it a bit of an odd one. Like, other than, like... I think as an audience, it's conf- you know once the doctor says that, you're like, oh, so you do, you know. Mm. But... um. But I like that. You have to work things out a little bit in this one. Some and you pick points, it up from the characters. Yeah, some points are a little bit vague for too long. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose if you're, if you're watching it week by week, yeah. you've had that time, you don't really get much of a recap in terms of who's done what at that point. No. But I think you can pick it up that they're the baddies. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. No, it's not that. It's just like... Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of another example. So, for a long time, you don't really know why they want to have the Cybermen. And even when they make the Cybermen alive and he says, no, I want to do this, he still don't really know for quite a long time. Well, Cleek... What is his goal here? Well, Cleek is a bit mad at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, 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 completely. He's the power-mad Zaroff type, isn't he? Yeah. He's from the school of Zaroff. Ah, oh, the school basically. of Zaroff. And I'm, I'm not sure about Kaftan, because she... Doesn't even interact with the Cybermen until much later on. But do you think Kaftan and Klee go together? Do you think they're a couple? No, I don't. Because what is their deal? I don't understand. I think they just, they're both on the same side of whatever. So do you know who she reminds me of? What's that 12th part one? Dalek's Master Plan. Yeah. And you had the cat, the, what's it Sarah Kingdom? No. uh, no, um... Are you thinking of Margot? No, I'm uh, not. <laughs> so, um, hang on. So you had all the delegates, yeah? All right, yeah. Mavic Chen. Yeah, who was Mavic <laughs> Chen's assistant on oh, Earth? Oh, um... Oh, everyone's shouting at us right now. He was nominated for a Dusker. He's bold. <laughs> yeah. He's called... It begins with K. Carlton. Carlton, <laughs> yes. So she reminds me of Carlton. 
She's the Carlton to Klieg's Mavic Chen. Yes. Right. That's how I see it. Mm, I, I don't know like, I thought they're she on the more same, involved yeah they're, they're on the same she's page. sort of pushing him isn't it because he's yeah. the one that goes down and say she doesn't really you know she's she's no experience she's of the side drug in Victoria she's getting Toverman to do stuff for her so Toverman yeah, actually he's a good guy yeah but he follows them but I don't think he's got much choice so you see I think he believes the work that they're trying to do. Oh, yeah, because at the beginning, she's like, oh, Toadman, and he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think he believes the work that they're trying to do, and it's a doctor going, can't you see the evil? Look what they did to your lady here, who he's on the floor comforting because she's dead. Yeah. Oh, so, by that point, yeah. So, But I think he's far enough into it to see. It's only when the, he sees the Cybermen kill the people he cares about that he's on the same mission as that he's like yes they're bad mm. yeah I see that because yeah. it's not like it's not like um, the command not the commander the lead investigator guy yeah the ar- the head archaeologist yeah, yeah him like he doesn't really listen to him he listens to the other two well so um, Klieg and Kaftan or sorry Eric and Kaftan <laughs> They have financed the expedition. Yeah. So then you've got the actual archaeologist guy. Sorry, I'm not saying his name because <laughs> I don't know it. Um, he's there for the actual work and the investigation. He's the only one that's really there to yeah. be like, I want to be here for the work. They've and got an alter- here, They've got the alternative. Yeah. The ulterior motive. <laughs> that's it. Alternative <laughs> oh, notion. I'm so sorry, everyone. We are like. I can't think today. No, we are not um, doing well. <laughs> yeah. But but us talking about this, in fact, we've watched that and got all of that from it. It's very clear, all of that. Yeah. I think it's great. I think this stands alone. Like I say, it stands alone as a good play on its own. We've got the script. Yeah. yeah. We'll put it on. Right. And then we meet <laughs> the Cybermen. That will be the follow-up to the Cybermen the Musical. <laughs> Cybermen the Musical? Cybermen the Musical. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The Italians. Uh, <laughs> what was it? What is a Keys of Marinus musical? You mean not Cybermen the musical? Have you put another musical? No, that's on? a follow-up. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh my gosh. <sighs> right. <Are you> right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting through. We're getting through. We're on to part three. <laughs> um, the Cyber Leader. Do you understand me? Now that I have released you, ah! let me go. I set you free. It was our bad! You belong to us. You shall be like us. That was he a surprise. Was great. It's funny because you have we had the Dalek Emperor turned up and he's like the Cybermen are like, oh now we need the leader and here he is out. <laughs> and the tombs, what do you think of the tombs and the set the and tomb, everything? The set was amazing because we thought it was just like a tiny little Well, I think there was a little model there, and then you actually see them. They built that in the studio. Yeah, and, and they're the like Cybermen climbing out of them. Coming down quite high in their costumes. Yeah. Not being able to see. I mean, I'm I don't know how they didn't fall down. No, they're really taller, the Cybermen. You'd be a good Cyberman. Yeah, I think you have to be tall to be a Cyberman, yeah. You'd be a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. because you, you're tall, and then you've, with the Cyber Leader, you've got the extra hat bit, haven't you? Yeah. Still... Um, I wouldn't. you got... <laughs> <laughs> you got Pillarbox mouth, and the, the voice is the same, isn't uh, it? Yeah, the Italian voices. Yeah. The design is the same as the moon base. Yeah. So they're a bit more agile. That's yeah. why they can climb down. They, they move up. We said quiet. as well, like, when they're looking for Jamie and that, they move... It's just a guy walking along. It's not. He's not even attempting a cyber walk. He is just strolling along. He is more than strolling. He is like charging. He, they've got some go about them. But climbing out of the thing takes them forever, and they're just really slow. It's really odd. Like Cyberman movement is a very odd, fluid. thing. And when you add in a smoke bomb, they start spinning <laughs> round, don't they? <laughs> they start going a bit abstract. Don't so, they? Yeah, the abstract dancing of a Cyberman. <laughs> The dance of the Cyberman. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll call. Maybe it won't be a musical. Maybe it'll be a dance piece. Cyber ballet. Yeah, cyber ballet. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a bit with Toberman and the um, one of the Cybermen picks Toberman up, and you see his strings, yeah. don't you? And he goes flying. He goes yeah. on a thing. I reckon you could make this yeah. into a dance more than a. But yeah. There's enough like 
there's enough like fake sleeping and stuff like that <laughs> for this to be sleeping. performed without words. It <laughs> yeah. could be like a no, or doctor being like quizzical. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, okay, Victoria. Yeah. She is told to be stay up in the in the main bit for a lot of the time. Like the woman she is. She's left with Kaftan. Yeah. Uh, they have a bit of a. Kaftan takes her prisoner. What about the bit where the captain is like, basically, he's like, no, you're a woman, you need to stay there. And she's like, oh. What does she say? She's like, oh, who'd be a woman or something? And he's like, not you, not you yet or something, like implying that she's a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a bit of an awkward moment, I thought. Yeah. So, okay, the captain... The American the sh- captain. Yeah, <laughs> is the most annoying character. Like, every time he came on and spoke and had lines, I was like, you're bad. Get off. Yeah, his accent wasn't great, was it? It wasn't. Actually, it wasn't that bad. I just He just annoyed me. I can't explain it. I found him... It wasn't like a... It was like a cocky American... I don't know. It was just weird. I was just like, no, you're annoying Full of yourself. Like, all of his scenes as well, they just weren't great. Mm. Like... Well, he sort of, just, he's off doing the, building the ship most of the time, so he sort of pops in, like and Victoria goes and gets was. him because everyone is, is down there, so she has to go and get them from the ship. But it's like she, he doesn't even know where the camera is sometimes. <laughs> like, he was just really odd. It was just really odd. Yeah. Maybe that was just me. I found him... Yeah. It's a bit odd. Um, so, there was a joke that the Doctor does about the metal breakdown. The power cable generated an electrical field and confused their tiny metal minds. You might almost say they've had a complete metal breakdown. Oh, I'm so sorry. Jamie. Oh, yeah, and then Jamie. So that's the kind of stuff that I mean where Jamie is. Actually, Jamie's great in this. I'm still, I'm surprised, actually, that I still like Jamie in this. But that's the kind of thing where Jamie from Scotland in 1746 would not get that joke. And he's sort of joking it. I feel like the actors have put that in. Because they get almost that isn't a character that isn't true to Jamie's character laughing at a joke like that. That is the example that I mean where this is where it starts to get a bit off so, for me. So I don't know actually because it's got to shift because they can't well, have two people that are new. Yes, I know. Yeah, I know. But he's more he is confident and he's going off investigating and he doesn't, he doesn't do know a lot he this. doesn't know what his buttons are doing when that guy gets killed in episode one. He doesn't know what he's doing and he's you know oh it's a caterpillar. You know, that stuff, great. That is character to Jamie. Mm. But when it's other stuff, more modern stuff, where he's very... It's very easy for him. I don't think it should be so easy. Or He he still needs a little bit of that naivety for historical stuff. I don't think so anymore. I don't feel so... No, because he, he wouldn't. Like, by this point, he's done a year. Like, if you've worked somewhere for a year, you know something. Hmm. And... So, you know, he's still like, he doesn't know everything. He's not the doctor. He doesn't know how the guns work. He doesn't know how things are. But, I mean, he's experienced quite a lot independently. So, I mean, the last one, it was just him, like most of the time, without the doctor having to figure it out and fight it. So, I think it's right that he has moved on that a little bit. And that, but what I liked actually is that he has that sort of. Joe Key. So he says, I know we've missed it, but like, if so, where he says to the doctor, like, now, gosh, uh, softly, don't scare her or something like that. Oh, do give her a soft landing in the TARDIS, yeah. Yeah, and the doctor sort of like, and I like that because if you remember his, mm. he was like, I feel really safe on here. And then he goes, like, yeah, that's the kind of stuff. That is what you would get after a year and everything. Yeah, yeah great. But it's just, I think, uh, more sort of knowledgeable stuff. So oh, I don't no. think you would have I much up. prefer his level of knowledgeable stuff to what we had with Ben and Polly. Mm, yeah, ben oh, and no, Polly's yeah, was like as if they were experts. No, he's not cocky with it, no. No, uh, but but it has to be because she's the new one. Mm. She doesn't, like, she's, this is new to she's her. She's settling in. There's that nice scene where the doctor is like, oh, are you happy with us? Are you and settling in? That's really that nice. Really nice. That's so nice. But you have to have him be a little bit more because, of course, he would be. If It's like if you have a job and... You know, you're the newcomer and you've been there a year and then there's another newcomer. You're going to know more than the new newcomer. Yes, you're no oh, longer yes. the newcomer. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I disagree. I think, like, actually, it's right that he does know more. He's experienced a lot. Yeah, and he's figured so. out a lot. I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying, like... Are you, are you happy with Victoria? How she, even in her first story, has done quite a bit... And he's quite confident. 
Yeah, but and again, actually, I think it helped that she had experience, even though she's mm. an old. She's this was all right. There was a lot of Victoria, not much Jamie in this. Yeah, she had a few screams, but but relevant screams. Oh yeah, completely. She was scared at the right times for the right reasons. It, I um, almost forgot that Jamie was in it. Yeah, he's not. Well, he goes down, he's with the Doctor. And that's quite surprising. You think that they would want to put Victoria with the Doctor as the new. You know how Vicky was. Or Jamie and, and Vicky. Or, yeah. But she's off on her own. Well, she's Jamie dealing and Vicky, with Kath- I said it. Yeah. I said it. She's, she's, yeah. um, she's with uh, Kaftan and everything. And, yeah, she does actually, thinking about it, get left on her own. Considering she has just come from Scarrow and all of the Dalek stuff, got changed, come on, tell us. And the Doctor's like, how are you doing? How's everything but going? Jamie really doesn't do anything in this. Not a lot, no. No, he doesn't actually. Like, I, I well, genuinely... There's so many characters and there's, there's so many other so people many to characters. do stuff. And, like, it's only at the start when they and go... There's, no, there's not a fight because Toberman's doing the fighting. Yeah, it's when they go off in their little groups. Mm. You're Obviously, he's there because they're, mm. they're all off individually. Um... But no, but I think the doctor knows to be able to trust Victoria because of what she's been through. Yeah, I was just surprised that they all went off, and even Jamie went off on his group and didn't even say, "Oh, yeah, uh, Victoria, are you all right?" Or he sort of does reassure her. Like he does. Yeah, a, a bit later on, he looks after her. Yeah, but at the beginning, they're like, "Let's all go and explore," and nobody really cares about that. No, they don't. No, because they go and get it. They like they go to reassure her to come into the tomb. Oh, but after that, when, oh, when she right, goes off mean... on her own, yeah. yes, um, she goes off with Kaftan and Jamie goes off with Thingy. And yes, the and they're like, like, he, like, I think he does say, doesn't funny. he? Like, yeah. are you happy? And she's like, oh yes, because because yeah. that's she's. I'm like, suddenly she's in there and she's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it's a good story for Victoria. It is. It is. She does mm. a lot. Yeah, like she's very. I felt bold. She doesn't feel new. No, I'm no. very surprised she doesn't feel new. But she's not new. In a way, yeah, I know. we've known I her for an you've episode. Had like seven episodes already, I suppose. Yeah, to get yeah. to know her. Yeah, it's not like and actually know her in situations of danger. All the other people they've either just appeared, or like even when I think of Ben and Polly, you know, there's. So Ben, I felt like I knew the most, but Polly, I didn't really feel. Well, she I wasn't knew. in the War Machines an awful lot. No, exactly. No. This one they've had. Like a full thing. Yeah, she's done a lot. Already. You really, you know her back, so you know a lot about her. Mm. That when she comes on, you kind of, mm. and the way she comes on, I think. Mm. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I'm, I'm open mind for Victoria. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if going through all of these will change my mind on her. Be surprised. It could happen. I'm surprised how young she I'm, is, considering yeah. that they seem to be moving away from that. Yeah, so I think they've gone back a little bit. Yeah, she's yeah, younger. she's like a Vicky, yeah. like a Susan in age. I'm talking. Yeah, like a Dodo. Yeah, she's a bit. She's definitely younger than Polly. Yeah, I feel like she's supposed to be like sixteen. I don't think she's older than that. No, she might be like eighteen, maybe. Yeah, she comes across like she's sixteen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe, maybe I will like Victoria. Bum bum bum. Maybe. Yeah. So far, so good. And even actually, Jamie has still... I'm waiting for that moment. I think it will happen in this season. I will... Not like Jamie. Not like Jamie as much, but... It at happens the moment, to all I of really them. like them. And maybe it's just because it's the current one and this is how far we've got. And I always like what we're... Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. We'll see. And then it get, the story slows down a little bit. It's not as interesting as the first part for me. Or the first two parts... Cybermen want to take over. You've got Cleek doing his thing back and forth. Someone's been knocked out. Is he dead? No. Someone else has been shot. Is he dead? No. It's, yeah. it's a lot of... There's there is a lot, lot of that. There's a lot of times you think they are because, dead because and it turns out going. they're just fake you're dying. You're going from room one to room two and with the same characters and nothing else yeah. going on. Yeah, it didn't on. feel too much like no, that. Didn't, you had the smoke bomb and you, that you was the in the third bomb. one, wasn't it? Toberman is captured and turned into a... Cyberman, or yeah. he's got this cyber thing. That's pretty, you know, horrific. We haven't seen that before. Someone no. actually been turned into a Cyberman. No. Um, but it's funny that when he comes back up, though, with his cloak on, <laughs> nobody notices he's got a massive cloak on and a giant metal They paid no attention to and him. And his whole behaviour has changed. Yeah. <laughs> Only the like, Doctor and Jamie. Nobody, yeah, nobody else realises until it's Jamie too late. Because Jamie says it. Like, yeah. isn't he? And Doctor goes, yes. Like, yeah. Basically, he's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Nobody, not even the people that he works for. or Who spent most of his time, time with. with. Notice that he's a Cyberman now. Um, Kaftan gets shot. 
Yep. That was a good moment. And she's got all this smoke, and they must have yeah. put a smoke thing on her Looks under great. her costume. And it we were, I was really old, about good. time. Um, and how does Cleek get killed? Um, the Cyberman at the end, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cleek, go, he's going to he, go. You're he expecting. takes a gun, yeah. goes and follows oh, him down. Oh, of course, so that was the end of the episode of, three, wasn't it, with the gun? Yeah. Um, you expect Kaftan and Cleek to die, don't you? You expect that. Did or you think all yeah. of them would go? Because we only have the... The archaeologist guy and the I captain at the end. It. I didn't think that many of them would no. go. And to be honest, I was just, I was surprised when Kaftan died. Actually, I don't know. I thought she might see because she hadn't seen. She's seen all this stuff, but she hadn't seen the Cybermen. No. So oh. I thought when she saw them and saw what they like could do, I guess she might change her mind and realize it was bad what had happened because you could have had her seeing what happened to Toverman and her changing her mind and being upset that Toverman had been yeah. changed she could have done it that way couldn't yeah. you yeah like kind of like in the Dalek one with what's her name bitch jo- Jan Lee <laughs> Jan Lee I was going to say Katarina <laughs> no Jan Lee do I mean Jan, Jan Lee Jan Lee yeah Jan Lee starts off as a bitch yeah. and then realises she, cha- yeah, she, she changes. Realizes what so have I, I kind done? of was expecting more yes. of that. She's a Jan Lee, that's it, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that Cleeg has about three chances. He finds out that they at the beginning that these side men aren't going to work with him, but then yeah. he tries again and, and then he, he tries, tries again. again. And He's then he crazy. Goes complete, but then that's why that makes him the crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because even the doctor goes, yeah, that proves that you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> that he doesn't, that. he does not give up at all. No. I thought she would have. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Because she just, she does not experience them for ages. Even when she's giving clean orders. I don't think orders. she sees the Cyberman until part four. Yeah. Yeah, when they come up. When they come out of the thing, because she's up there. She yeah, doesn't even she, go to the she, tomb. But she sees, like, you know, hit them believe and go, yeah, fine, okay. But, like, yeah, I don't know, it's just odd. I thought, I just didn't think she'd die. I thought she would have mm. realised and helped. Because she could have got arrested at the end or something by the captain or... Or know. anything. Um... You have cyber foam at the end with the <laughs> when Toverman destroys that. That's, Shaving cream. That's nice. Yeah, that's a bit horrific for the kids in the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> and as I say, yeah, it, I'm not too fond of part four. Really, that's where it falls down for me a little bit. It's a bit uh, the cyber leader is sort of left on his own to wander around and be defeated. Yeah. Um, I quite like the it. thing with the cyber. At least it's not just a random Cyberman. It's the cyber leader, so you feel like it's a character. So he, you know, and he's there at the end. So it makes sense. Do you Mark know what I mean? kept it's shouting like, to me, look at the balls. Yeah, they've got the, the tennis ball things. I told, I was like, look, you can see look his balls. Look at their balls. balls, look at their balls. <laughs> see his balls down there and stuff. Like When they were fighting yeah. with um, Toberman. <laughs> and then they all sort of, at the end, the Doctor locks everything up. Yeah. He's had it. I just still feel like it's, a, it's not a dick move, but there's just a slight manipulation there like we had last time he's like right this has all happened now now I can shut the tomb and I've seen what's going to happen it's like his his curiosity was played out through all of these people and they all died yeah I feel like a little bit like that I feel like some of them let it happen though and I mean some of them deserved it oh yeah they deserved it I think he had to see it because of if he if let's say okay for argument's sake let's say they left they somehow managed to get into the tomb, or more of them would have died trying, but let's say they got in, they figured it all out themselves, Daleks take over, and then take over the Earth. Cybermen, yeah. Cybermen, sorry. <laughs> yeah, all of that yeah no, Cybermen. I suppose so, yeah. So he kind of had to be around, because they weren't going to listen to him saying no, so he had to be around enough. I see, yeah. To... And the Cybermen say they set it up so intelligent humans yeah. would... Be the ones so to were, work it out. They were so going to figure it out at some point, to, yeah. so he might as well have been there while it happened. Okay, I see. To then, yeah, when it when they realise he's on hand to help with his knowledge, and mm. okay, let's not have that. Yeah, because it was going to happen. They could have gone. Do you know what? Fine, leave you to it. And I think just Cyberman would have taken over. Sure. Yeah. And it's a shame Toberman dies at the end because you just yeah. right at that last minute. But he saves the day. Him versus the cyber controller. Yeah. It had to happen. What happened to the um, cyber Sandys? 
There was one outside. Did you see it? There was. Well, that's the end. There's one Cybermat. Yeah. Left outside, which means it's not with the end arm. for the Cyberman. Yeah, with an arm. It's not the end the for them. Yeah, yeah, so that leaves it open. It's just like, I don't know, like a Dalek at the end of Power of the Daleks. It yeah. just slightly moves and, you know, it's not the end of them. Yeah, keep it yeah. open. Um, I'm glad four parts is enough for this. I couldn't yeah. see it stretching to six. I'm glad it's a four-part. Yeah, it's, it was a nice length. And yeah. different stuff happened considering they didn't have any set. <laughs> exactly. Can you see how it's a fan favorite? Yeah, I can. I can. I like. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. It wasn't like my favorite. There's no real characters in the sense of like. I'm like. I really like that person. But it was a really good first story for Victoria. So I reckon that Victoria was such a new addition that they weren't expecting. Because you said yourself, you know, we nearly had Samantha. Oh, my God, imagine Samantha in team with the Cybermen. No. Oh, that would, Samantha versus uh, Kaftan. Yeah. She'd get that white hat and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> throw it across the room. Because she's apparently still wearing the white hat. They change most episodes. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I wondered whether, like, because he did so little, Jamie... There was that one bit where he went up behind. I didn't understand where that side man was sort of chasing him a little bit. He sort of went back and forth around some corridors for a bit mm. for no reason. That's what to um, do, isn't it? Yeah. Then he gets the doctor shot. did a lot, though. The doctor mm. was there every step of the way manipulating stuff or trying to stop. You know, he knew he knew who was what was going on and who was who right from the beginning. Yeah, but but he also wasn't a hundred percent sure because. He thought when he saw when he knew it wasn't going to open a door, and he wondered whether that guy knew mm. if it was going to work because he was like, sort of "Yes, testing, it's yes, testing his knowledge just to see." Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good one. Hmm. Mm. I'm glad it exists as well. Imagine if this one mm, hadn't been found. Maybe that's why it's such a fan favorite as well. I think I think it was in high regard when it was missing. It was like a bit of a. Wow, imagine if this turned up. Yeah. I think then when it did turn up, it went down a little bit because people were like, oh, actually, it's not as good. There's strings and there's foam and it might not be as amazing as we imagined. Yeah. But then, again, it's gone back up again since, I think. It's had a bit had yeah. a bit of a dip and up. And because actually, was... like, things like the the um, Cybermen coming through the, the oh, cling film. that is, like, a classic moment. Like, if yeah. you do a clips, if you see clips of, like, Doctor Who from the 60s, you will see a Cyberman bursting through the thing. That is like yeah. iconic moment. And it that was is, great. That is the Cyberman iconic moment. Whereas, you know, you've got like the Daleks on Westminster Bridge or coming out of the water. Also, or I was going to say the water. This is the Cyberman's version of that, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's good. Yeah, um, I liked it. Cool. I haven't got much more to no, say negative. No, it was great. And we, yeah. all right for them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Well, the rest of the stories in this season are all six episodes. Yeah. So we're going to have to work that out with our schedules, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> this was a nice, easy one to start with. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the next story... Right. To give you the title of the next story. Go for it. This is where I... I could probably... I could tell you off by heart the order of all the stories Aww. from William Hartnell onwards. I get a little bit mixed up maybe in season five, just the exact order, so I'm just... Okay. Okay, the next one is called... The Abominable Snowmen. Oh, okay. Heard they've got good coats. They're shit at coats on Doctor Who. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good title, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we have one existing out of the six, unfortunately. Okay. That's fine. And it's not animated yet. Not yet. That's fine. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, okay. We have talked for a long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And about the story. About I hope the you're story. Happy. No, yeah, it's great. It's a good start. Good start. It's a strong start to season five. Mark's determined that we talk more about the story. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've got others. I've got, yeah, anyway. I just want to know about Mark's comedy career. <laughs> but hey, hey. Don't oh we God. all? Don't we all? Um, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at 2WatchWho. And you can find us wherever you find podcasts and also on YouTube as well. We're everywhere. Want. We are all over the place. Yep. Instagram, uh, Twitter, the world. 
Uh, I don't know what's happening now, so we're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week when we're more with it. <laughs> we're not going see to drink then. again. No. Well, I, know, I, do, we I think I just ate we've so much. We've never drunk. We've never drunk. We've never drunk. And we had bigger pizzas than normal. I shouldn't have got the 12. I should have gone no, to the 9. No, I should have gone 9. Because I think it's like, I think that sort of like glued me a little and we've been drinking. So between the two combinations. beer dough with the pizza as well. beer dough and we've been drinking beers. Yeah. I'm bloated. Like, I can feel the seams on these jeans sat down, <laughs> I can tell you that. So, yeah. yeah. Lessons have been learned. We have, haven't we? Yeah. Anyway, good we pizza. Go. If you're in Cardiff and you like pizza, what try Slicer. Slicer. Yeah, Slicer at St. Canners. Yeah. <laughs> You're not sponsored. All right, no, see you not. next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Two. Watch who.